All right, you ready? Yep, All I'm right. ready. All right, everyone in sync. That was oh, not wow. in sync. Okay. That was All so right. terrible. <laughs> Patricia! Let's do it again. Get together, sweetie. What did she <laughs> get it together, Sweeney? All right. <laughs> they heard you. All right. Wait, oh your gosh. wife heard me? Ashley yeah, heard me? Cause, yeah, because she's she's editing right in front of me. <laughs> that, that was better. That, was, that good. was better. That was better. All right. Still sucked, but that was better. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Hello and welcome back to the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. As always, I am one of the co-hosts, Ethan McShane, uh, joined as always by Joshua Richter and Ryan Traver. Ryan, you just completely missed yeah. me. You were just so yeah. early. Um, that's, how, that's how, okay. Right here. I'm just how right here the whole podcast. Say, you're just, how are you going to yeah. say hi on my name? <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you think He normally you are. says my name first. That's why. Well, I'm changing it up, Ryan. And speaking and why, of changing things up, yeah, I know. We're here to talk about wide receivers who are going to change up the NFL this year. Um, that is my gut reaction. Josh, tell us who our first wide receiver is. So I work, let's just explain it here. Um, there literally in the first two rounds, there were 13 receivers taken. If mm-hmm. if you don't know where the league feels about certain receivers. Look no further than that. Yeah, they um, are the yeah. new running backs. The, yeah. yeah, a lot of new, a lot of playmakers. Honestly, I think few of them can be true difference makers, and especially based on their fit. Which I think, starting from round three on, you, it's it's a lot of like, hey, the fit works. Here's why. Yeah. Um, so how we're gonna do it because there's literally everyone that we can talk about on this uh on this wide receiver podcast. We're gonna basically play the game for 50 minutes so we're going to tell you our bus uh for fantasy our sleepers for fantasy and our locks for fantasy people you should be focusing on when it comes to your rookie drafts or your mid-round steals when it comes to like either a redraft or keeper league so you guys yep. ready yeah yeah let's do i it. am ready my first bust is taekwon thornton Ooh. So I know a lot okay. of people crapped on the pick, um, especially it's what the it was the 50th overall pick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was a whole lot of people better, in my opinion. Um, but I kind of had this realization, especially when we've already scouted running backs, been looking at O linemen for a little bit. So the first, th- like, there's three draft picks that really kind of focused it, like kind of helped me hone in on what Bel- Belichick was trying to do. And the only word that comes to mind is speed, speed, and more speed. And I think more than anything, if you were to see watch last year, I think New England has a good offense, but it is the one of the slowest offenses in the league. They just had no one to take over the top. And there was, there was like, how can Mac Jones push vertically if he has no one to actually do it? Right. And I think they prioritize speed. So I think Cole, like Cole Strange, for example, was zone speed. Pierre Strong, definitely a home run kind of running back. And now Tyquan Thornton as the home run wide receiver. 
I just would not have prioritized it well. I think like the fit is all I put down like the fit is all right. Mm-hmm. The value is not good in my opinion because there's quite a few people down here that I think can still provide that speed element, right? Also provide mm-hmm. more, and that's kind of how I feel about Tyquan Thorin. And then I was looking into his game log and I was looking at it and realizing it's maybe the same situation as he was at Baylor. He's not relevant if he doesn't get a big play, and. If you're basically depending on this year's version of Marquez Valdez-Scantling to just get a big play and basically win you the week, that's not worth looking into at all, in my opinion. There has to be more consistency in that regard. So that's why I put Tyquan Thornton down. I I agree with you. You know, they they drafted him because of his his speed. He is very fast, ran a 4-2-8-40, but, and, and he, he fits well with what they're trying to do, but my issue with him is he's buried in the depth charts. That is a very he's, good point. He's got Nelson Aguilar, um, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, and Devontae Parker all above him. He's going to have a hard time finding any playing time. Yeah, like yeah. where where is he going to be on the field besides special teams? And I exactly. don't see him being better than any of them, especially it's, especially not right now. Yeah, right. Because like I mean, like my my grade from what you see on film is just a very average wide receiver. I mean, he's fast. I mean, he has elite speed, obviously four two eight. But other than that, I mean, he's twitchy, uh, which is you know that's not a bad thing to have in a slot wide receiver to be able to change direction and have really good reactions. But I mean, route running is average. Um, Mm -hmm. blocking wasn't really great, but I mean, he's not big, so he's not going to be a blocker at the NFL level, not like Cooper cup or anything from the slot. Um, I mean, he has small hands. That's going to be a huge knock on him. He had some really bad drops in college just because of his small hands. Um, so, I mean, they, I I like the value. I, I mean, I think it could work, but there, there's a lot of questions. It could, but there's just so much development that needs to be done. And that's where it's like, could you have picking, like t- taken him in the third round? Like, so maybe, yeah. maybe the question I would give to you guys is who, knowing who the type of person New England wanted to go for, who else would you have taken in this spot? I would have taken I, Sky. I, shoot. I mean, come on. I could have taken, I would have taken Sky. I, I think. Alex Pierce. Alec Pierce would yeah, have been Alex my guy. Pierce. Even yeah. Pickens could have worked. What about yeah, Danny I was Gray? Say Pickens too. Like I don't know. If I, I would Danny Gray. Like mm-hmm. I, obviously that's still early, but I have Danny Gray over Tyquan Thorne. Like I want. I probably wouldn't have yeah. taken either at fifty. I, I, a bit of a my choice would be. Yeah. But I mean, he did have um, good production at Baylor. You know. Yeah, my choice I, would have been Alec Pierce, but, just in that hypothetical. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I probably would have taken a chance on Mechie. I mean, if we're taking chances, I would have taken a chance on Mechie over uh, over Taekwon. But that's just me. Well, Mechie got picked six. Oh, yeah, before, right. Before Never mind. Never mind. I'm a liar. I mean, I would still would do that over him. But, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of better options who are picked after him. I mean, Pickens is kind of a project player, too. Pierce yeah. is a project player, but... Maybe a little bit more upside. I don't know. I, I just would think I because I mean, and they need a talk. big option. Yeah, in New England. 
but you also just need like you also need just a faster receiver which yeah i mean a lot of these receivers broad so that's 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 why i had a lot of questions about it now again do i hope i'm wrong absolutely but of course we'll we'll see what i I feel like whenever you criticize someone in the nfl you want to be wrong yes because i mean we're all fans like we want to see them do well and put up fantasy points and you know be really cool options at the nfl level but you know that doesn't negate the tape and it doesn't negate the intangibles and what we've seen but it is belichick it is belichick so here's the thing i'm still going to give him benefit of the doubt yeah yeah benefit of the doubt and i mean he got decent grades from all of us for being a project player i mean yeah. A 27 from Ryan, a 29.5 from you, Josh, and a 28 from me. Um, I, I think for me, it's more day one and value where he loses points. Yeah. Um, to, to me, it was but, value and potential. Yeah. I think day one, because I think they're going to force him the ball because he is the fastest guy. Is right. But but yeah. in terms of it's fantasy, just banking, just banking on one big play to happen mm-hmm. is – too scary for me and i will back out immediately yeah yeah no that's fair i mean he was i think he'll be a bust as well i, I agree with you he's on my list he's not my number one bust yeah but he's I, a player to watch yeah i wouldn't even stash him i would just yeah. watch him yeah, yeah. as soon so. as he gets more consistent that's when i say strike but I, yeah. he's not even a person i would consider drafting and that's something you no. don't hear from a second round player yeah yeah but it's just you know, there there was what fourteen or fifteen uh, drafted him up into the first or into the second round. So like, there's there's a lot of potential in the rest of those those players, the first and second round players. But there's just some washes that are like Thornton. He's just he's too far down on the depth chart. He doesn't really have the I mean, he has the talent, but he's kind of a one-trick pony, and that's, that's yeah. the thing with him. So, all right, well, who do you have? Who's on your bus list, options. Ryan? Yeah, who's on your bus who do you list? Have? Mine is probably an unpopular bust. We love that. Um, I am gonna go with Jameson Williams. J Mo. Okay. Because I am completely different from you on this. One. <laughs> it's all I right, Ryan. I, I competition agree. on uh, Amon, Amon, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Shark. He's got to get over those two before he can really make a difference on that offense. And I think just his impact day one isn't going to be. And when I say bust, I don't mean complete bust. I'm talking about the expectations that were put on him in the draft. He's not going to meet those expectations this year. Okay. So that's what I'm saying when I say bust. So I don't mean a complete zero. I think that's completely fair. So I think maybe just to help basically our audience kind of get the clarification from you day. So is it day one impact, basically nothing. And then, but future, future potential. He's he's got, he's got the skills to leapfrog at least shark and i think he he could end up being a wide receiver too for the lions yeah well so. yeah so go, i have him as a wide receiver one but with mm-hmm. what kind of took points off from him was 
um, day one value, obviously, because he's going to be out. And then uh, with Chark, Chark's on a one-year deal. So I think yeah. potentially he can be the uh, a number one receiver. Yeah. And I know I saw Ethan with the thumbs down. And, like, you know, he's, he's got potential. He's got potential. He could he could do what uh, Justin Jefferson did in Minnesota um, two years ago. I would not compare him. To I, so, I mean, I, I, no, I no, no, no. I'm not saying that that skill set. I'm saying that the situation he's in. I would compare him JJ, to bench bum. Cause no, no, no. JJ was in, JJ was in third on the depth chart at the beginning of the season. Saying. And then after four, uh, after four games, he leapfrogged up into a starting position and now he's wide receiver one. So he could prove himself out on the field and actually make a difference, but I don't think he's going to do that this year. I think Jamo's going to be a bust through and through. Really? What makes you really? think that he will be a bust? Okay, so you're even farther down on him yeah. than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the ACL tear is pretty bad. Uh, I, that, that's I've a known, big factor. I've known a lot of wide receivers who just don't come back from that. I mean, and you can even look at OBJ. OBJ tore one ACL. Now he's torn another ACL. I mean, it just seems like those guys continue to have injury problems. And so to start off your career with an ACL tear is, is bad. Now that's not to say you can't come back from it because, you know, me and Josh did some research. It is possible. It's been done before. So I, I could be wrong, but that's a really big thing for me. Um, I, I mean, just the fit isn't great. I, I, his position's already taken by Amon mm-hmm. St. Brown. So I don't love that for him. He's going to have to beat him out with a bad ACL. Go well, ahead, Josh. So I would disagree a little bit with you there just because I think Amon Ra is going to be more in the slot and then JMO is going to be more on the outside. Like now I'll give, I'll, I'll get, give you guys kind of the scoop on my list. He's not a lock for me by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. I'll I have him I have him in between lock and sleeper. So he's kind of in my one of my subcategories right. just because I think especially for the first year he has Josh Reynolds, Chark, and then Amon Ra to kind of like just learn, try to get his feet wet into it while he's going to be recovering. Honestly, he's probably going to start on the pup list just because that ACL yeah. tear was what January basically. Yeah, January. Yeah. yeah. So He's going to start out on the pup list. That means there's going to be a lot of time he's going to miss in training camp. I definitely would not trust him in year one. I think once yeah. he gets under him with a um, with a full off season of just being able to like pass rehab, get used to things, um, he could probably be more explosive in year two, day uh, year three, honestly. And I'm kind of so my potential. Maybe. My but, so you think he's a draft and stash? He is a complete draft and stash target. Not okay. on my team. Let me tell you what the film says. All right. Oh, this is what I saw just, on the film. Get him. Get him. I, this is what the film says. This get isn't him. me talking. This is the film. <laughs> All right. I'm completely impartial. I love the guy. Kind of. I mean, below average play strength. He doesn't fight through contact. He goes down pretty easy. Yeah. But he's everybody. a smaller guy. You know, he's he's a small guy. His press release wasn't good. He doesn't really have any moves. You you can press him and lock him up and get him uncomfortable. And that's something that takes years to develop at the NFL level, especially as a small guy. Because if you think about your Devontae Smiths or other guys with smaller frames, smaller wide receivers, they at least had press releases. They didn't struggle at the point of attack because they could release out of it and then use their route running to beat it. He doesn't get good releases 
Now he does have pretty decent route running, but as far as starting off on the bad foot already, that's a big minus for me, especially at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. I'm a small dude, but he's like six two. <laughs> well, his frame is—he is a small frame. Ah, that's uh, so. I get the play strength. I get all of those. Um, it. He will he be a special come. teams player. Special teams MVP, Jameson Williams. Wide like receiver, he, bust. See, I think he, he, Jameson Williams, to me, is going to be a guy you forget about until someone takes him round 10 into his third year, and then he explodes. That's per, that's just how I'm taking it, just because, I mean, I'm watching it with Tylen Wallace right now. He Even Tylen Wallace he didn't look that uh, – that explosive his rookie year, but there is this whole thing going on. It's like, you're going to be more explosive the longer that you're away from that surgery. So I'm not really expecting much year one or year two. And the reason why for year two is not actually not because of him. It's because that's kind of when I expect the quarterback transition to happen. So Mm, it's really just year three is where I'm looking at it. That's why I didn't have him as a lock is because you, you, you're, I don't believe in him. You I think your patience you. will be rewarded with Jamison Williams, but you have to like you basically just have to like double down on it. But are you willing to hold him, hold on to him for for two years? I think that's that's brutal. See, to that's hold on to that, a guy to, for to two to three years. I'll, I'll just hold, say okay, but just to hold on to somebody for two years that might end up being decent. So, uh, I I wouldn't, especially with Amon Ra, if you are because he's already doing it. You already have this guy in Amon Ra, but Amon Ra's not outside. He is a slot guy through and through. Yeah, I think that's where Jameson Williams comes into play because he is the outside guy. I think, I think if you're good on receiver, like if you have a top dude, this is a guy that can take that can basically take you over the hump. If you're looking for a receiver, this may be someone you want to avoid. Like, I totally get what you guys think. Like, mm-hmm. I and I I fully accept that, knowing that I'm going to be on the opposite side of this. Yeah, so I come with the, I come with the context. I am Ryan right now. Uh, I am coming with the context of if you are if you were looking for a top flight receiver, he's not the guy for you this year. But yeah. if you're looking to stash and then get paid later, this is the guy for you. Way later. Way later. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I should talk about the positives. So, I mean, he's he's a very smooth, fluid player, especially in route running. Uh, you give him a cushion, and he's going to burn you all the way to Sunday. Yep. Uh, he creates some of the best separation we saw in college football last year, if not the best. Uh, and, and, I mean, that's shown in this uh, statistic specifically. He had 11 touchdowns of 30-plus yards. So he creates that separation and he gets out of dodge. Um, I loved his body control. He's got very long arms. So those high, you know, contested catches, he can make those. Uh, He showed that in college yards after catch. He's really shifty and he can go score again in that stat of 11 touchdowns over 30 yards. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and he's also a special teams player. He, he took snaps at kick returner. He could take snaps at punt returner. That may be how he he gets used to the NFL speed is as special teams. 
Yeah, Which, and that would be good for him. I, that would I be think good that for him. It'd be, be a good transition. To, yeah, to develop him, but yeah, I yeah. just too many question marks. Injury history, not a fan. Yeah. Well, Ethan, what's yours? Uh, Mr. Pickens, the other Pickens that I don't like, George Pickens, Georgie yeah. a bust. Yeah, hi, Georgie. Uh, Why do you um, think that? I mean. For me, it's really just his route running tree. I am not a fan of him coming from Georgia. They, I mean, that offense isn't super complicated. It's not much of what he's going to be doing in the NFL. So there's going to be so much polishing that needs to be done for him as a wide receiving threat. Not just an occasional play action or a change of pace or anything, but a legitimate, you're our wide receiver, go out there and make plays for us. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. don't think there's a day one impact for him. I, yeah, one, no, I want to say one. more than anything, the irony of having Chase Claypool announce the pick is hilarious. Oh, yeah, that was so um, funny. But it, I think it's really it, in a weird way because, I mean, we'll talk about – there's another person I want to talk about um, that got drafted to the Steelers as well. But it just – to me, it just feels like they're setting up for a future without Claypool and Deontay Johnson for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's like, well – we're, we're going to have to pay one person. We d- really don't know who it's going to be. And that's where I feel like Pickens kind of comes into play. The one thing I loved about Pickens was his run blocking. And yeah. is, no, that's the first thing physical. I went. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. whoa. And if he had better off-field stuff, I think he would have been a Baltimore Raven, like, easily. Yeah. Well, I mean, but he quieted I, I, the crowd and then pancaked somebody. Like, yes. he's, he's a dude. He, he is a dude. Um, I, I think I love George Pickens for all that stuff, but I do agree with you that he's probably going to be on the bust end of things, especially when it comes to fantasy. Yeah. And for me, it's just all about what he can do as a wide receiver. Yeah. I just don't, didn't see, I guess is the right way of putting it. Yeah. The only reason I didn't put him on my list is because when it comes to wide receivers, no one drafts them better than the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and that's where it's like, look, I don't like the pick. Just be, one, I was also jealous. But two, it's, <laughs> it's where it was like, well, it's, it's like Belichick. I give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And I want them to prove me wrong because I would love, because I love the Georgia Bulldogs. So I would love them to, you know, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, George Pickens. You're going to be fantasy relevant. George Pickens? <laughs> but for right now, you are uh, you're a bust. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think. Yeah. I don't think he has it. Yeah. I think he's going to be. Yeah. I mean, there's not much. He's going to be sitting on, on the bench that. most yeah, of the time. There's really not much, like, honestly. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what yeah. the film shows. Like, there's just not much. And that's what happens when you come out of Georgia. Yeah, what's funny is, yeah, there is a massive learning curve. Like, yeah. like yeah. to me, I, I just think of it as it's almost similar to air raid quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, like the, the early ones where you're like, ooh, there's a lot of pro concepts you do not know. Um, right. But, yeah, it's just there's a lot of – there's a lot of learning. I mean, if you guys are – if you guys are willing to not like the Jameson Williams because you have to hold on till day three – basically going to have to do that with George Pickens as well, who also already has an injury history. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I totally see why you guys would think that as a bust as well. 
Yeah, I honestly I would leave him on waivers. Yeah, yeah. I'd just watch him unless you really, unless you're really desperate, leave him on waivers. It's another second round receiver I avoid. Yeah, he has to get through Juju and he has to get through Deontay. I think Deontay is going to absolutely blow up this year. Well, Juju's not on anymore. It's just Claypool and Johnson. Yeah, yeah, Claypool and Johnson. I always get Claypool and Juju mixed up in my head. But both of them, they're solid. They're they both, solid. They I don't both think dance on TikTok. They're them. basically the same person. All right. Give me exactly. give me a break. They Just both aren't faster. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So any other uh, bus you guys have, or is it, do I need to bring one up? Yeah. I, I have my last one, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. Okay. So too. I'm gonna bring up these two. Um they're and okay. they're both for different reasons, but I can get through them very quickly. Um the other two I have are David Bell and uh Ezukama. And the only reason why for Ezukama <clears throat> is because I think there's a lot of development you have to do that, again, he is a, a stash player waiting to happen. You're just hyping up Ezukama. Oh, no. I, I did that as a joke because there's mm. a later round guy. <laughs> I'm more, I'm high, way higher on. Um, I think Ezukama is going to be good after he hits free agency. I, I just think, like, okay. maybe year well, five. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, he's going looking, to Miami, and that's kind of. Yeah, I just, it's like. going to be great. Yeah, not going to be great. And then David Bell yeah. is the one where it's like he is literally supposed to be Jarvis Landry right. in that offense. But you already have Amari Cooper. Um, you're going to want a speed guy, Donovan Peoples-Jones. You already have David Njoku. You have Nick Chubb. Like, where is where is he going to yeah. come across in this pie? And I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, with just with that regime there, I don't buy it. He, I didn't like how he separated against Big Ten uh, DBs. And you're only going to deal with faster DBs from now on. Like he doesn't even rank as an outside guy for me. He's really more in the slot. Uh, I just, I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, I only watched a little bit of him. I didn't do a whole big spiel on him, but yeah, I mean, he's Jarvis Landry without the bless him. So that's a great way to doesn't bode it. well. Doesn't bode well. Great value, Jarvis yeah. Landry. Great value, Jarvis Landry, but yeah, it's it's brand flakes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Ethan, what's your bust? Traylon Burks. <laughs> so Traylon I ha- Burks. I have him Traylon in, Burks. I have him in between sleeper and bust. So I'm okay. I think I'm you're, like you're similar. Here with me. Yeah. Listen, I have him as a I, I don't love what I'm seeing from camp, from OTAs. I don't like what I'm seeing from rookie OTAs. I don't like what I've been hearing from regular OTAs about not finishing practices, about being overweight. You know, just, I mean, me and Josh were just talking about this. Like, is this going to be another Calvin Benjamin situation? Um, Interesting. How many biscuits are we away? (laughs) Dude, it's got to be at least like half of one. Like they need to. <laughs> he get definitely opened it. Oh, he opened the yeah. package. He's sniffing it, and the nutritionists are trying to drag him away from the cafeteria. But uh, you know, I just don't like what I'm hearing from camp, which is so unfortunate because what's on film is just beautiful. Uh, yeah, amazing. One of the yep. most dominant players in college football. So I don't want to say that. I mean, he's got. And he's the coming size. into an offense. And he's coming into an offense that suits him pretty well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he looks like he I could I be haven't been hearing player. that. See, I haven't been hearing that. So I have him down here as a lock because he's a lock for targets. Yeah, 
yeah. this year. Yeah. And now he could he's develop get through the playing OTAs. Time. He could he develop may. through OTAs. He may. But and right you know, he, now, what I'm hearing. He may end up. I don't yeah. like what I'm hearing. Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand that. You've been hearing stuff that the, I haven't the got force, word of, so. The forced usage is why I don't have him as a bust. Yeah. But yeah. do I think it, it – I know what Tennessee's thinking. It's like – But that I, could be a Corey like, Davis situation. Can, it's like we if can – If you remember when Tennessee brought him. Yeah. But yeah, and it's but it's like we can do AJ Brown all over again. Let's grab the AJ Brown clone. And it's yeah. like rarely does lightning ever strike twice. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where right. it's my only concern. But again, on film, yeah. Traylon Burks was running away from SEC defenders at be at while also being the heaviest receiver. And yeah, I mean his size is great, yeah. his hands are phenomenal. And I'm size I, and consistency. Yeah, his ability, he's super good. And I don't even, and I would say, I don't even think he needs to, like, he can stay at 225, honestly. Yeah. No, which is I like, mean, if he I plays the way he did at Arkansas, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, yeah, I just think will. Tennessee will force the ball to him because they have no choice because he, uh, Robert Woods, they don't have anybody else, a torn ACL <laughs> as well. Yeah. So it's, it's just a matter of he is going to get the ball whether you like it or not. Yeah. And now what does he do with it? That remains to be seen, which is why I'm I'm not sold completely yet on the bust label, but I get it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Forget yeah. that. I mean, here's here's what the film says. So I mean the film says size, obviously hands off the charts and his consistency catching the ball off the charts great burst i mean they lined him up everywhere at arkansas so i mean that's something that tennessee can use too he can play wherever they want him to and he'll be comfortable because they're trying to force him the football as they should um like you said running away from sec defenders i mean he has the ability to make ridiculous catches i mean ridiculous catches um I mean, I loved his play strength. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was elite. I think he ran away from more defenders than running through defenders, which which isn't a knock. Yeah, which isn't a knock on him, especially for 225. I mean, that's freaky. But I thought he had great balance uh, in his route running and uh, just in open space. Um, So, I mean, he ran the football too. I mean, he had 14 attempts for 112 yards. Yeah, that's that's that's, bad. that's the ability I like to see. Is like I want to see right. Tennessee kind of use him as running the ball too, just kind of like take some carries away from Derrick Henry a little bit. Yeah. But now, as a blocker, though, he did not look good at Arkansas. He was really inconsistent. He's um, gonna have to learn that at Tennessee. Yeah, and and he's gonna have to develop his route running as well because it wasn't great at Arkansas. He was really relying on just his physical ability which can be scary too, which that, that didn't factor yeah. in as much into my bust reasoning. But part of my bust reasoning was he relied on just how physically gifted he was. And I believe Arkansas yeah. coached by Sonny Dykes, right? Yes. So, I mean, you're not going to learn run blocking as much in a Sonny Dykes offense. It, and he's, yeah. he's air raid to the core. Um, but that's so going to hurt him at Tennessee. That that yeah. will hurt him. But I wonder if Tennessee bet on themselves and said, we can at least learn from that because we're going to we run the ball. Whether You're going to get yeah. reps for sure yeah. at yeah. run blocking because we have we have basically Jesus behind the uh, backfield. Yeah, but we yeah. are 
run blocking for Derrick Henry. I mean, well, I mean, even if he doesn't run block, Derrick Henry will just throw him into the guy. So yeah, exactly. You know, he doesn't need to run block. Just, just say stiff arm him into people. <laughs> he'll he'll just say, Derek, just just throw me into him. I I'm not gonna block him. Just, just throw me, me into up. Him. Just pick me up with one just, hand and throw me at the defense. Just pick me up like you did last night and throw me into the guy. Anyways, let's go to sleepers. So I just want to bring up two people I had in oh. between bust and in between. Sl- oh wait, did you have one more, Ryan? I have one. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bring him up. Bring him. Sorry, bring I thought you up. agreed with me. Wandale Robinson. Oh, he's a sleeper for me. <laughs> he's a sleeper for me, but I want to hear why. See, you think I, I want to be a bust. I want to hear. I think he's a bust because there's just so much talent on the Giants wide receiving in the Giants wide receiving core. There's just know, so the much Giants wide receivers are like the black plague. Like they're just always I, yeah, injured that's and true. never and playing. There, and there is a lot. There was a lot of injuries last year. Yeah. But that may not be the case this year. So and, he may not see the light of day. Yeah, but and he has Danny Dimes. And I don't see Danny Dimes improving. Uh, so, you never know. He has Brian. I don't know. He could. There now. Yeah, yeah, yeah he but, could. He could. I just. I, I just, mean, I look, look at the look at the difference between or Josh Allen, uh, his first, what, his first year? And his third year wasn't yeah, that that's the difference? He got stuff was Diggs. yeah, Diggs helped. Diggs helped. True, true. But Diggs helped. But, but they were really engineered. He built that offense around him. Yeah. So, so I have a chance for Danny Dimes. I have Wandale as a sleeper because I his understand the whole issue of the Giants' wide receiver room. One, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can ever trust Kenny Galladay to actually be on the field. One. That's true. Agreed. Two, Wandale is the replacement for Kadarius Tony. So Kadarius Tony is out of the picture, in my opinion. So I'm yeah. like, okay. And if you're mm. gonna get the same kind of ish player, then that means you have you're gonna have a legit use for him. And Dayball yeah. loves cross it crossers, crossing routes, overs, anything to that nature. Wandale, for as shifty as he is, and I'll let me bring up my notes on him real quick. I'm actually I was way higher on Wandale watching the film. And it, yeah, it yeah. I was surprised at myself for how much I had him up. Oh, boy. Going through See, the he's notes. a very elusive guy. Well, here, while you're pulling up your notes, I'll, I'll give is... the reasons why he'll be a bust from the film and why he'll be a sleeper from the okay, film. Okay, go for it. Okay, right? go ahead. So why I think he'll be a bust from the films is he had issues when the quarterback was throwing at his body. He had a lot of drops when the ball was thrown at his body. So that's that can be a negative thing, especially if he's possession catching over the middle. Guess where that's going to be on a rope right to your chest. Yeah. So I yep. mean that could be an issue for him. He's undersized with short arms. That could be a big problem. And his route running wasn't anything special. He can get so, mismatched pretty easily. Yeah, I, I can see that. So I mean those those things could be a real problem at the next level. But go ahead, Josh, and then I'll talk about. I mean, I so the only really the biggest knock I really had on him was the fact that I think he was drafted a little too early. I mean, at 43 yeah. and we're talking over Alec Pierce, Sky yeah. Moore, and there's a couple other people. I'm just like, Ooh, okay. Oh yeah. Even over Mechie. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I, I just think if the giants are willing to draft him this high, they're going to use him. And yeah. And I think he's going to get fed. Um, I really like to fit just having him in the slot within that day bowl system. Um, I, I really liked how he was used and his yak ability yeah. is going to keep him on the field more often. Yeah. yeah, that's, that is true. 
So yeah, I mean, that- what I liked about him, he, you got a freaky athlete. Um, he made some just ridiculous catches. Like he fights yeah. for the football, just extension catches, really difficult things. Uh, and, and his balance that he runs with, he runs with such good balance for a wide receiver from sinking your hips and making sharp cuts from changing direction, from getting corners off balance. That is something that he can lean into and be a successful slot wide receiver, but he will be a slot wide receiver. Yes. 100%. So you guys ready for sleepers? I'm ready for sleepers. Yeah. So the only two just did our first one, Josh. Yeah. The, yeah. the only two people I'm going to bring up, though, in, I have them in between bust and sleeper. Okay. Uh, we we talked about uh, one already, Traylon Burks. The other two I had in here were Danny Gray, uh, picked to San Francisco, and Jahan Dotson. Okay. Um, really, just to put it in a nutshell, Jahan Dotson, I'm struggling to figure out where he fits into everything. It's either uh, is Curtis Samuel out? It like he kind of plays like Terry, like already as like a complete number one guy. So I'm wondering where does he fit along the Diami Brown, uh, Curtis Samuel area, and plus you have Carson Wentz at quarterback, and then Danny That's Gray. The death guess. Yeah, and then Danny Gray is because he is the speed guy. He can get open and he will outrun everybody. Uh, but with Trey Lance and quarterback, you already have Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo already. I don't think Danny Gray was ever intended to be a Debo replacement by no stretch of the imagination. But it's being consistent on day one, but hopefully being ready year two or year three. And with the uh, Kyle Shanahanigans, we have no idea what's going to happen. So, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I, I agree on Dotson for being a sleeper. I mean, again, it's it's that heightened build. I mean, he's 5'10", 178. That's a knock on him. Um, I mean, playing like people already on the roster, that's not ideal either. So, I mean, he has tools. I mean, he, he understands tempo really good for a wide receiver uh, and runs at different speeds to, to win on his routes. That, I mean, that was something I loved. Uh, he has great footwork and consistent hands. So, I mean, that, that could push him over the edge. That's why I have him as a sleeper, but right. okay. I mean, it's Washington. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Just about Ryan, anybody that goes to Washington looks like a bust. Yeah. Ryan, how did you view Jahan Dotson? Um, I, I actually had him as one of my initial busts. He's the second highest thought- on him after me. I know, yeah. I know. I I just don't like the competition that's there. And yeah. I know I've been saying that a lot with a lot of these guys. But you know, depth the depth chart actually it affects something. it. Yeah, but yeah. we're and, but it, it does affect and, and it weighs especially heavily day in one. my opinion. And we're getting with your day one impacts. Yeah. And that's a big thing when it comes yeah. to these rookies is day mm-hmm. one impact because yeah. drafting them, you're relying on them to be a part of your team. Right. day one right you don't want to sit on somebody for two or for a year or even two so seeing you know mclaurin and samuel and i know samuel's had some injury issues but seeing both of them on the the roster with him yeah it it may be rough for him but i think he could he could overcome it so i think he's got we'll the see. talent for it we'll yeah. see 
Yeah, we'll he's, see. He's a speedster. If anything, you know, he he may stretch the field and relieve some of the the uh, release underneath the pressure routes on for Terry. Yeah, for Curtis yeah. Samuel and McLaurin. So, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on. Yeah. But I, I mean, think I feel like that a, sums him up, you know, to, yeah, to that's, not, that's, that's, that's John. Definitely sums him Honestly, up. I, I think I'm changing him to my sleeper. Cause I, I really think that he is because my, he was on the initial bus, but I've kind of wow. like, let's go him up the more I've thought about him. So interesting. No, I agree with you. I can see yeah, it. I think I he's a sleeper. It. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Know. Uh, I mean, as far as other sleepers go, um Jalen Tolbert's a sleeper for me he's in mine uh, as well just from production alone uh he was great at South Alabama and he's going to be force-fed the ball too mm-hmm. like if we're going to talk I about mean, it. especially with losing Amari well so. that, Michael Gallup tore his ACL late in the year mm-hmm. so he's the de facto yeah. number two and with, yeah. so with CD he could basically do everything across the field I looked at Tolbert and went why is he? Why is this Michael Thomas? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think he's very much a possession receiver. He, I don't think he's ever going to win over yeah, the but top. He has worse hands, and and that's one of my knocks on him that, too. That is a knock is over on the him top. Well. His his terrible positioning for the deep balls was something that stood out on film. Now that's the reason why I didn't have it on him as much is because I really do blame the quarterback. I think the the quarterback underthrew a lot of passes and that screwed with Jalen Tolbert more than anything. Okay. Well you want to talk about terrible quarterback play. Let's watch the Drake London film. Yeah, good point. Uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah, you want to talk about terrible quarterbacks. And that's why Drake screwed up the USC film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he had terrible drops in college, but he has a lot of, a lot of things that can and, go up. And from. I mean, he had seven games of 100 yards. And for a That's third a round receiver, uh, for, and we're going back to uh, Tolbert, for a third round receiver, he will get a lot of looks and reps. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, he's very smooth, good at changing speed, um, and really, really good hips. I mean. Hips are really important for wide receivers, especially nowadays, because you have to change direction so much. And to do that at the elite level, you have to do what guys like Jalen Tolbert do, which is sink your hips, make a miss. It's, gosh, it's so hard sitting here in front of a screen. I wish I could just stand up and just coach. I'm a football coach. We'll we'll have to. It's hard to explain things. This is, we'll have to get into studio or something. Well, yep. when, once we get the studio, we could we could get a little turf field, and then <laughs> Josh can go out and just show, oh, the future, oh, the dream, the dreams being made dreamed. at the moment. Yeah, yes. the dreams are being dreamed. I have a dream, but yeah, so do I. First and, uh, I definitely showing how to play the wide receiver in corner position. I, so the funny thing is with the Tolbert selection, I also kept seeing thinking why on earth did you give michael gallup all this money it yeah. still makes no sense to me and mm-hmm. why the the cowboys draft still just makes no sense period and this is where it's like you could have taken all right, the so mike like, mccarthy effect yeah you could have taken christian watson like that would have been a legitimate pick of 24 you could have like taken like alec pierce you could have like even george pickett's would have fit better like that's yeah, like, and that's that's why nope. I'm just confused. No, I don't think giving... Jalen Tolbert doesn't like not fit. No, he does. No, he does no. fit. But it's giving yeah. Gallup all the money that, that I am 
confused about. Yeah. Mike McCarthy. Yeah. They like him. They wanted yeah, to keep but it's him. okay. But it's okay. It's okay. okay. Josh, who's your next sleeper? All right. So I'm just going to get to it because this is the guy I am totally high on, late round dude, Kyle Phillips, the receiver from UCLA. Okay. Um, literally watching it, okay. he can basically run a lot of uh, he he can run basically a lot of different routes. I was literally watching him, and I went, he is super quick. Um, I almost so he so honestly, I was surprised with the speed. I was surprised with the separation. He was separating from dudes like it's nobody's business, and he was he dominated the Shrine Bowl. Um, you, I, I just put down shifty, um, okay. has speed, and what this tells me is Malik Willis got a dude that can immediately contribute right now. And Tennessee has, has messed around with slot receivers, but they've never really had a truly defined one. And when you yeah. have Traylon Burks, you're going to have Robert Woods coming back, Kyle Phillips in the slot, along with Chig, uh, who we'll talk about in a future episode. Chig, I think. I think Kyle Phillips is one you should be looking at within the top three rounds of the rookie draft. Yeah, I think there's potential there. I think he's a good taxi squad member. Um, I probably need to look a little bit more at him, but he would be on my taxi squad. I think legitimately, since A.J. Brown's also gone, you can take a – like, I think he'll have some day one impact, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at him then. Because I, I didn't do any research on him. But who's your next sleeper, Ryan? <laughs> it's it's not necessarily a a popular one. Chris Olave. Oh, interesting. So okay. I because <clears throat> he is listed below uh, Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry here. Um, I mean, he'll probably do I, the slot. But. Yeah, just with Michael Thomas's injury, I don't know if he's going to miss some time. So day one, he may end up solidifying a spot on that roster. If if Thomas does not see week one. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I love him in the slot, you know. Yeah. So because I he's have not going to have to win this person. Yeah, he's a lock. For really? Me, so. Yeah. See, he's a high end sleeper for me. Just because I know he's got the talent, he's just got two very talented guys ahead of him. But yeah, Thomas has injury issues the last two years. Right. I, I honestly think that, they signed uh, they signed Jarvis Landry with the full knowledge that Michael Thomas may not be ready for another yeah, season. Exactly, yeah. and that's why like Olave may be able to like solidify a spot on that offense because. How how many years is Jarvis's uh, contract? Do you guys know? Uh, it was a one year, if I'm not mistaken. It's a one year, so that may just be a bridge contract, you know, for Michael Thomas, keeping him healthy. So, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I I like Chris Olave. I'll wait to talk about him in the lock section. I mean, the only sleeper thing would be uh, his strength. Uh, how much is that going to be a factor as he translates to the NFL? And uh, can he win in press? Because that's something he struggled with as well at Ohio State. 
but I will talk about the good things when we get to him for the yeah. block portion. All right. So that's, but I, that's I, can, I, can sleeper. I can understand that, Ryan, as a high-end yeah. sleeper. I, I, I can see that, too. There's, there's also Jameis, a quarterback. Even yeah. though Jameis did really good last year, for Jameis is also coming off from ACL injury. So all the ACLs. Yeah. All the ACLs. That's been our main theme today. Ethan, you have another sleeper? Yeah, I have two. Um, for me, my last two sleepers are Alec Pierce and Sky Moore. All right. I have Alec Pierce um, as, my, as a uh, sleeper as well. Okay. I mean, I, I see him just as like an above average player and see how well that's going to translate to the NFL is kind of my thing on him because there's not really anything that he doesn't have in his game. But at the same time, he's not really elite at anything. Like, he has good size. He's a good athlete. Uh, like, he's he's above average in the red zone. He has above average footwork. You know, he played special teams, so he can play all around um, for Cincinnati. That's where he went, right? Yeah, he, he was Desmond Ritter's top yeah, guy. Yeah, he's at Cincinnati. So, I mean, he, he was fan. above average. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, shut up. <laughs> But, you know, how well is that going to translate to the NFL? That's my only thing with him, why he's only a sleeper and not a lock, because there's not really anything that he's not good at. Yeah, I, I uh, with Alec Pierce, though, I, I remember watching the college football playoff, and I said, why is Alabama afraid of this guy? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's how, like, that's where I first started watching Alec Pierce, and then realizing he has good speed, he has good hands, for some reason, I don't know why Cincinnati didn't use him as much. That's that's just kind of how I took things. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I wasn't going to put him as a lock because Michael Pittman's there, and yeah. so he's never going to be number one, especially as long yeah. as he stays in um, within the cold system. But can he be a high end number two? Absolutely, I think that's yeah, kind of where so. his I thoroughly believe up. so. Yeah, and I, so I like where he was picked. I like it that Matt Ryan is his quarterback, and so I think he could contribute right off the bat. Um, it's just I can't put him as a lock. This is a guy you want to be looking at because he's not right. going to have that wide receiver one ability. Another yeah. late-round pickup, throw him on your taxi squad, see what happens. Yeah. 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 Give him a year, maybe activate him. But yeah, I mean, my last sleeper, Sky Moore, um, and I'm going to say one thing, and that's my reasoning why he's going to be a sleeper. Uh, Sky Moore is coming from an RPO system. So Josh, you can say whatever you want about Sky Moore. He's coming from an RPO system. He's a sleeper for me. That's the reason Sky Moore is a lock for me. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. so I, I will bring it up later. I have one more sleeper to bring up, though. Okay, bring up your sleeper. Calvin Austin. Oh, from Memphis? From Memphis, yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's my sleeper to watch out for because this this was the pick that made me realize okay. here is how Pittsburgh is transitioning to Kenny Pickett. And I think they decided we're going to get more receivers for him and we're going to spread the ball out more, which by proxy, if you do it, if you do the quick game, that relieves pressure on the O-line and then relieves pressure on Najee Harris. And that okay. gives more to the scheme Najee Harris played at when he was uh, – well, actually, not not necessarily bef- the guy before Sarkeesian. Um, but overall, I think with Calvin Austin, he has speed for days. 
I loved how tough he was because he was catching balls over the middle. He was catching screens. Like these, the route tree was not limited to him um, from what I can tell um, with Memphis. And that's why to me, I was like, this is a guy you should be looking at. And if his name, if he is a big time player um, for like five years from now, I'm not surprised. Okay. I like it. I like the take. I, I don't disagree. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I, I obviously I don't know. Well, it, it's Kenny Pickett, and you know we heard how I feel about him in the last episode. In the very, in or in the very first episode. Uh, yeah, so, off the rip. Y'all ready for the locks? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. I, I can start this off because I already mentioned one of them for me. A sky. Yeah, go ahead. Um, using like literally being in the RPO system, you have one of the, the league's best quarterbacks. Um, and knowing how Andy uh, Reed can use like slot receivers, I think he has that position on lock. Okay. And I honestly think he can succeed right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, he was consistent. He was good with the deep ball. I mean, I loved his tracking ability. That's something that jumped off of his tape for me. Uh, I think with the routes that are already in his tree, he's very polished. I, there's some development that he's going to need. But, I mean, he was physical. He had really good play strength. Um, so I, I could see that being a lock. He's more of a sleeper for me, kind of like a mid-tier sleeper, just because I don't know, and especially with the other wide receivers that are already there. But with the lack of Tyree Kill, you don't know who's going to step up and kind of take that target share because it's not going to be Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Kelsey already has his share. Right. And then what has, I, who else does KC have? They have Josh Gordon, Marquez Valdez Scantling, Juju. Is Juju going to take that Tyree Kill like share of the, the target share? I don't think so. That's Boy, so that's I where know. I don't know. That's where I was like, Sky Moore, I think, is in the picture. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I, I mean, I he's not a lock for me because there are lots of question marks because, you know, what, maybe uh, Scantling blows up for some reason or Juju yeah. does for some yes. reason. But I, I don't know. I, I could see it, but do I believe it? Probably not. Yeah. Ryan, who is a lock for you? Ethan, you're going to like this. Yeah, I know. I we should have started with this one first. Drake London. Yes, of course. Drake London. Come he's on. got zero competition. A lock for me. He's got it. Like everyone in the right mind. Even if he sucks, even if he sucks, the volume of throws that are going to be to him is just it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. I I think he's a lock for this year. Um, Same here. D- great Dave- talent. Great yak. Yak. Um, yeah. He's going to do well. He's going to do well in the Arthur Smith offense. So, Josh, what's your take on Drake London before I fanboy? So let me just, yeah. So yeah, let me just start off with this. Drake London is a huge dude who can yeah. make the tough catches. I don't expect him to outrun anybody, but he will make the tough catches. He will uh, keep the chains moving, and he is just a really good possession receiver for me. I think he is Jarvis Landry, just bigger and slightly better <clears throat> at this point. Yeah, uh, I mean, if Jarvis Landry and Mike Evans had a baby, it's Drake kind, London. He's kind of Anquan Bolden-ish. 
Oh, oh that nice. I really like that comparison. I think that's Anquan a really Bolden. good Interesting. comparison. But I, I would say a little bit better than Anquan Bolden. Yeah, because he has a little bit more top end speed. Yeah. Faster Anquan Bolden. Uh, I mean, for me, the route running is sneaky good. Like sneaky. For how good. big he is, especially. Yes. I mean, he has normally you're super clunky, whatever. Ha, huh, I'm just bigger than you. No, I mean, he was putting the moves and creating separation. I mean, granted at the college level, but I mean, still, that's in his arsenal to be kind of shifty and elusive and have really good body control for a six foot five guy. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, strong hands, like he didn't just catch the football. I mean, he went up and said, This is mine. Not only that, but he puts it in good positions away from his body. I mean, there were plays where corners were just all over him, and he would just catch the football away from his body, keep it away from the corner to poke out, and just really, really strong hands. Um, I mean, obviously, Ryan mentioned it, yak physicality after the catch. I mean, he wants to run you over. He's not going out of bounds. He's going through you. And he he will set an identity that is so perfect for the Arthur Smith system. And Mm -hmm. along with him – and Kyle Pitts, because I think they both will help each other quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, some I think other... it'll take a lot of pressure off of Pitts. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. Pitts is going to have a good year. Oh, God, Pitts is going to have a good year. I think or at Pitts, least I hope. Pitts is going to have a and good imagine, year. With... Imagine if Calvin Ridley comes back. Well, I mean, he not won't. This year, next yeah, year. Not this year. Next year. Not this year. Next year. Like which when is... he comes back, all three of so them will be freaking out there. stupid. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to talk about why because it's going to be controversial if I talk about why it's so stupid. But let, let's just all revel in the fact that him being suspended for an entire year for what he did is stupid. And and that's that's all I'll say. I yeah, won't compare it, it to other situations. Yeah. Oh no, there's one. Yeah. But, I will compare it because okay, go ahead. Is, I yeah, can't so, because we'll have to cut it from the episode. All right, so we're we're going to suspend this dude for a year, which I understand that that is that is a line you don't cross as a player. I get it, mm-hmm. but there's no punishment for the owner that's going to give out a hundred thousand dollars for each loss. That wants you to tank. That wants you to do exactly the opposite that you were brought yeah. into. Yeah, not cool with that. As as a person outside of the league, now I understand that as a player. I understand the one-year ban. He was also not playing at the time, and he was not being given anything. See, that's the issue that I have, is that it would be different if he was actively involved in the team team at the time. That's what I'm saying, too, because they're saying it's an integrity issue, but he wasn't with them. In the game. Yeah. Yeah. He he didn't have a dog in the fight. He wasn't participating in it. He He was a regular Joe at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get why it has to be a one-year suspension but if if we're going to keep our eyes focused on that suspension we need to take a look at the other story that popped up and that's that's where that's my uh axe to grind yeah yeah can we talk about i do agree with you nfl news things too especially right now they're trying to vote out the washington owner which who knows that that can turn john dotson into a lock for me that could increase his stock yeah oh my gosh (laughs) Okay, get rid okay. of him, bring in yeah. good coaches. Wide receivers, guys. Wide receivers. All right, back to Drake yeah. London. I back want to, to talk Drake about London. some other things that could be <laughs> an X factor for him too, all right? Okay. So one thing that shows up on tape that I feel like a lot of people don't realize is how intelligent Drake London is. I mean, I don't think I saw a better wide receiver at finding open grass 
than Drake London. I mean, like there's he, so many times. He knew what coverage they were in and oh, then yeah. he knew how to ex- exploit it. And that is, yeah. even though like Pac-12, like besides like Washington and a couple other schools, like you're not going to get like such a complex defense, but already knowing that is going to put you five steps ahead as far as the yeah. rookie learning curve. But having that yeah. awareness is not something you can teach. You can't teach situational awareness to wide receivers. Yeah, it's, you either it's know what's happening around you and know where you need to go in order to make the play, or you don't. And that's what separates well, Drake London from the rest of the class. Yeah, it takes intuition and a lot of hard work to be able to recognize all of that. So Right. And, yeah, and in, in every that. single uh, uh, pro football focus uh, statistic for route running, he was in the top four. So, I mean, yards per route, uh, separation, everything. He was the highest graded wide receiver in college football. Now, again, yeah. you can say, oh, but the talent, but the talent. Well, that doesn't take away from how gifted he is. I mean, also being 21, yeah. he's the youngest player in the class. That's a huge thing. That grade was 91.8, mm-hmm. by the way, which is ridiculous. Um, but as far as something that I didn't like about him, because, you know, I, I have to be fair, even though obviously I'm – the Falcons fan and very excited about Drake London. Mm-hmm. Uh, false very stepping excited. was a huge problem for Drake. That, London. To me, that's a fixable, like right. That's a fixable right. thing. Oh yeah, that's fixable. Yeah. My but bigger, we're talking negatives. My bigger coaching, problem coaching. is the lack of top end speed. That's my only problem. Top end speed. Yeah, and that's totally fine. But I mean, he can still, you know, go for big plays and beat people over the top and break a tackle and go score. Well, he's a guy that's going to like manhandle his way to a 50 yard touchdown rather than running like away from people for a 50 yard touchdown. Yeah. And the other thing is his rat tree for me. Cause he didn't do a lot at USC. Yeah. That's, that's something that's going to be very interesting with USC receivers since they got Lincoln Riley now. Um, But I mean, if you look at what's come out of there, I mean, Robert Woods, Juju, um, Pittman so th- there's hope yeah you know? there's definitely hope you there, just gotta it, coach it, them up had so many head coaches like yeah. from the from the people you have brought up um yeah. whose turn is that? I think it's Ethan's turn it is uh, my for turn a, for a lock even though that kind of was his lock but that's <laughs> that was my Ryan, that was, Ryan that was my thunder. lock. yeah no it's okay I got to reel it back with talking about why he's so amazing because he is um Let's talk about girl over him. Shut up. Um, let's talk about Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Good. I have him as a lock as well. Yeah. I, I Wilson, think. All right. Yeah. I'm going to steal Josh's thunder because Josh is no. suck. Um, we'll, we'll come back to Josh we'll is suck. To Josh is suck. Garrett Wilson is not. So, I mean, four, three, eight speed. I mean, that's, that's already something. I mean, other things on film, elusive in traffic. A really ridiculous burst speed and top end speed. Um, I mean, underneath and screen passes for him are just going to be go to. Uh, he was another yard after catch beast, not physically like what Drake London was doing, but I mean, Drake London was playing a completely different game than everybody else. Like he was playing bully ball and everyone was like, let me run away. Drake London was like, I want your soul, give it to me, you know, respectfully, um, except disrespectfully. At least he was out. polite. Yeah. Oh, of course. He, I mean, he respectfully put his nuts in everyone's mouth. You know, he, he could have just, he could have just dragged, but um, other things about Garrett Wilson, this isn't about Drake. This isn't about Drake. All right. This is about Garrett Wilson. 
uh, his pass catching consistency was something else. Um, so I, I loved Garrett Wilson. I think he's a home run. He's just such a fit for yeah. the Shanahan esque system. And that, oh, was, yeah. that's definitely something Michael Floor and Sala bring to the table. And he's also just a, a completely different receiver than what they have right now. You have Elijah Moore who can be a home run, but also somewhat uh, of, he's a, just a massive slot dude. And then yeah. you have um, Corey Davis on the outside. Garrett Wilson, I think he just can do both really well. He, like he can be yeah. outside, inside, in motion. Like if you, well, if he you does can, struggle in the press, but yeah. But if you can imagine but... him as the Debo person, not like he's going to run the ball, but like yeah. always in motion, you always have to account for where he is. Then he's definitely, he's going to be that person for Zach Wilson. And I yeah. think he's just going to be open. Like that was the one thing yeah. I took away. Like he is like, he's always open. Yeah. I mean, that's just speed though. I mean, he, he really does need to work on his route running because yeah. he, he telegraphs his moves and he can be very lungy, which is, yeah. that is something not good at the always NFL. had the problem. And what made was interesting to me, cause Alave doesn't have that problem. Yeah, Alave I know. Is, it doesn't make Alave, any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. Alave is no such sense. a developed route runner, but yeah, and so Wilson has that raw ability that does need to get refined. But yeah. I just think he's going to get the targets. He's going to get looked at. I think he will fit into that offense really well. So that's why yeah. I have him as a lock for me, in spite of the uh, the route running. Yeah, I mean it's funny because Garrett Wilson is almost the opposite of Alave. Like in terms of what they can do. Yes. Yes. I, it took me a second, but I totally agree with you. Not in like makeup or whatever, because they're kind of similar physical builds, but in but terms of what style. they do on the field. Yeah. They're like the opposite of each other. Like he's very, I'm either going to make the play or not. And Alave's like, oh, I'm going to set up the play. Like, and you know, if it comes to me, it comes to me. If not, whatever. That means Garrett's open for an 80 yard touchdown. But yeah, I, I like him. He's a lock for me. I, I think he'll be good, even though it's the Jets. It's and I don't believe in the Jets, but that's okay. Yeah. So. Might as well I talk have... about Chris Olave. I mean, he's the next lock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Olave, not for Ryan. Yeah. Because, you know, not for me. Ryan. Ryan's I was... a Yankee, you know. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. We didn't. I mean, Olave for me is just you're, you're going to have targets there. Uh, and I think he's really good. Like, even if Michael Thomas was playing, he is such a good compliment to him. Yeah. And like, and even to Jarvis Landry as well. So I think he will get looked at. He helps take that offense vertical, push the ball down the field, which Jameis can do. Right. And that also leaves things open for Kamara. So I think Olave is going to be is a very sneaky play if you want to look at him within the top five yeah. of the rookie draft. I love Olave just because they used him in so many different situations at Ohio State. I mean, he was good in the red zone. He was good on the outside. He was good on the inside. Like you can just do whatever you want with him, and he's so polished as a route runner. I I just I really loved his game. I love yeah, watching so him. Good. Another thing, get north. Like he, yes. this man gets north and in a hurry. And that's something that not all wide receivers do. And that's something that's really hard to coach because teaching a wide receiver to get the ball and then get upfield and know kind of where the defense is. So you don't spin and get murdered. 
that's that's something that's hard to teach, but he's got it. Yeah. And that's where that that extra that extra year, like he he could have gone out and been a first round pick last year, but yeah. just he's just so much more established going into the league oh, now. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm talking about with his, his own receiver. Yeah, his polish yeah. is through the roof. And he's QB friendly, is I think is the last thing I would say about him. Like he he might be the most QB friendly, other than probably Drake London, uh, mm-hmm. in this class, just because he knows how to sit down and get in the right spots. Yeah, yeah, I I can agree with that. So, but uh, Ryan, who do you who do you have next? Who's your next lock? Christian Watson. Yeah, I think yep. that's where yep. all three. I think that's a going. lock for all. Yep, that's yeah, all three. That's where all. I was going next, but I wanted to ask. Just, you. Yep. Yeah. Paul's great going speed, there next too. Great size. Um, doesn't have a whole lot of competition. I don't see Alan Lazard taking over wide receiver one, Alan, or at least for not too long. Um, I think Christian Watson is gonna blow up this year. He's gonna be touchdown dependent, though. Is my he opinion. is a, a he little. Is either gonna but... score so much or not? But but I... look who's throwing to him. I think. Yeah. I think it's the difference, honestly, between a 10-point game and a 30-point game is the the touchdown dependency. Because I think he's going to get force-fed this ball like it's nobody's business. And I just – I mean, he is the – one, he's the best athlete, like, on that receiving core. Yeah. I already think he's better than Lazard for for that matter, just as raw as he is right now. Yeah. Um, I – I just think he's he can actually stretch the field, the field vertically. I think he can he's really good at contested balls. He's going to have a fantastic quarterback with Rodgers and like right. everyone crapped on not taking the uh, receivers in the first round, but when you can basically take this guy in the second round, nothing else matters, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, this was a steal for them. Yeah, was a massive yeah. steal. I mean, I had it as great value, great fit, great potential, day one impact. He honestly is the highest player I have ranked. Yeah, I I love him. He's not my wide receiver number one for two reasons. The two reasons being he has a tendency to fall away from the football, which is really bad for a wide receiver because it makes him a smaller target. Now, again, it's Aaron Rodgers, so it might not matter too much, but that that is a little bit of a knock on him for me. Um, And then the other thing is he plays – really high for wide receiver yeah so he's really easy to disrupt and press and just if you can get physical and grabby with him and that would be my only thing with him yeah and that's something i think can get fixed and he's going to get the reps Mm. to get it fixed like he will be thrown out in the to the fire right now and you also have to think about the transition well the transition that um green bay has taken with aaron jones and aj Dillon. Yeah. And if you're like, you know what? We can run the ball as much as we R. please. Aaron Jones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, who yeah. knows? Especially this year. Next year is a good Jones. question. Yeah, it could be RIP Aaron Jones. But I th- I just think for this year, it's like Green Bay is going to be like, we can run the ball. And then when Christian Watson's ready, let it fly. And yeah. you just let Aaron orchestrate. And But I totally just see the potential. I see the day one impact. To give people context, out of 50, I gave him a 47.25. That's how I gave him a one. Yeah, that's how high. Yeah, 44. That's how (laughs) high I have Christian Watson. 
I do not recall giving him a 44. He gave him a 44. Yeah, okay. Give him no, he'll probably be he'll probably be a beast. He's got Aaron Rodgers. It's hard to knock a wide receiver who has Aaron Rodgers on him the football. That I just want to see if he can create separation. Maybe not like obviously Devontae Adams, but creating some yeah. separation no, to be yeah. Devontae we're not Adams. we're not saying that he's yeah. gonna replace Devontae Adams. Because that yeah, but that's I mean, still replacing a role him that is almost someone impossible. has to fill, you know. Yeah. It's a role that has to Someone's be. Someone's gonna have to make I'm a saying, play. I'm not I saying don't know that, if he if he's the guy that Christian Watson has the talent to do that. And they have a slightly but, different skill set too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not a route runner, he's a physical player. Yeah, he's he's a more physical receiver. But yeah, I, I mean it's just a scheme well with the Packers. Yeah, it's just a scheme change that Green Bay has to go through. Yep. Well, any other locks? I only have one more. Bring it. I have one last one. Uh, Am I the last one? I think all mine have been mentioned already. Yeah, same here. Guys, Mechie, come on. John Mechie. I have. I I know people have questions about him, but he was just elite at Bama. Like he, he just was. He would have probably been uh, maybe not taken over Drake London, but he would have been taken after Drake London for sure if he had not gotten injured. And so, I mean, again, it's that's why um, JMO was kind of a sleeper for me. He was kind of a low and sleeper for me, bust. But um, I, I think if he recovers, mm-hmm. and especially being in Houston, he can just be elite. In Houston, and that's my reasoning for it. I mean, yard after catch. I, I have other things here. I mean, great hands and body control, uh, elite route running. Uh, he, the thing I loved about him is he has multiple releases in his arsenal, so he was always doing something different that was messing with corners, and that's something I think that will translate to the NFL and make him an elite wide receiver. But I understand the injury concern. Go go ahead and rip it. it was not the yeah. Injury there is injury concern. concern, and I don't I don't know if there's going to be a rush to get him out on the field immediately, especially while they're rebuilding right now. Right. But so he may not have a lot of impact day one. You never know. He might. So they may try to get him out on the field. I think it just but depends on his recovery because if I he's recovered, they're going to use him. The Texans are so talent light right now. That, I mean, he'll he'll make a splash where, whenever he gets put in, pretty right. much. Yeah, actually, it's not the injury concern for me; it's the fact that I don't know where he gets better from here. And I mean, Brandon Cooks is obviously the number one. They have Nico Collins from last year. Um, Brevin Jordan could be an interesting. Well, look increasing at. his route tree is what I, would make him. I I just. A notch above. He is he is a wide receiver too right now, coming off an injury, and that I just I just don't know where the progression is. That I think he he was actually like tougher him. to grade for me, like to like to him. where to the point where was, I didn't know sleeper. He I, I don't think he's a bust, but I no, didn't yeah. know where he was going to be as far as terms of sleeper or lock, and that's why I just could not mm-hmm. put him in that category whatsoever. Well, and I could see him so as like a I'm, high end sleeper too. Yeah, I'm not going to like disc like I'm not going to say it's a bad choice, 
but I'm also I will be the first person to say I'm just not certain no, where I should. see where it's going to be. As you should. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. He's he'd be a stash for me. I mean, I think really the only people who are worth picks at this point is London, Wilson, Olave, Dotson later on, Burks kind of mid mid tier, and Watson for me. Yeah. So, all right, so let me let me throw this question out there. You have a first round pick in the rookie draft. Who out of these receivers are you taking with a first round pick? I don't want what where? I don't want to give away what I'm going to do. You have the 102. You basically had your pick of the one. litter for the most part. Yeah, 102. Okay. It's, does Alex have the 101? Yeah. He has the yeah, 101. He has, he has the 101. Okay. Okay. I so, don't I don't want to say this because if he watches the episode and then he takes my player, I'm gonna be look, very upset. Look, he then, has the worst team in the league. He has quite a few holes he has to fix. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully he takes Breeze Hall. That's who he should take with that's, the Okay, that's uh, yeah, that's who he should take. That's true. That's true. I mean, if if we're being candid and everyone tell Alex not to watch this episode, I'm taking Drake London at one oh two. Yeah, he's probably going to take it. If he takes them, I will feel so bad for you. But at that point, you also need to raise hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's really I, funny is... I will absolutely abuse his team from an emotional standpoint. I will do nothing yeah. but talk trash. See, now, now you make me want to take take Drake London in our startup league that we're doing this. <laughs> oh, if you, if you do that to him, Ryan... You already did Kyle Pitts. I'm gonna take it first you already, round. You already did Kyle first Pitts. First round. Okay. Yep. It's gonna yeah. be first. That's oh, gonna be okay. my first round selection. Yeah. Oh, that's why you lost. I'm gonna that's get, why you lost to Ashley in the playoffs. And watch. I'm gonna yeah. get one oh one. And watch you lose year, to Ashley in, in the playoffs league. again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will watch you lose to Ashley in the playoffs again. Oh my gosh. But I yeah. mean, okay. on, honestly, at the one hundred and two, right. it doesn't matter if I don't get Drake London if someone takes him at the one hundred and one because you're going because to have... there's Wilson and Olave. Yeah, you're so, gonna yeah. have your pick of like people. So yeah. I would. All right. So let me let me switch the question up. How many play the how many players here that you can justify a first round pick? Whether regardless of how many wide receivers. Yeah, how many wide receivers round? in the first round? Like from one hundred one to one ten. Like how many people can you justify with a first round pick? Five. I think I could justify seven. I'm just thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm saying five conservatively. I would like, go and say, ooh, I, I would could say justify five. seven. Because obviously, Drake London, right? First target yeah. chair. London. Garrett Wilson, first skill set. Yeah. Ryan? See, the, the, I'm on the fence with Wilson. Oh, which which round so he's gonna oh, get the I, reps. I go, I go, yeah. So I go. he's gonna get the reps, but he's also there, you know. I trust Olave less who, than I do. He's got Corey Wilson. Davis and Eli- yeah. Elijah Moore, and look who's throwing to them. Yeah. My sleeper. All right, hold on. That episode will come out soon, but I make a. I defend Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah. Wait, no, no. Yeah. He was in I the QB you. episode. We just talked about. QB. He wasn't in the QB episode. Not, we didn't mention not in the, 
No, How, because he's we not did, a rookie. We this oh, we mentioned him in the running back episode. Yeah. Yeah. In the, I can uh, remember if we mentioned him in the QB episode because we talked about we, a few other QBs or if yeah. we did it in the running yeah. back. Yeah, we, ment- we mentioned him so, a little bit, but we have – Spoiler. A spoiler. So for me, there is a yeah, future, spoiler. There is a future episode coming out where we rank a lot of the QBs how they did last year. Yeah, spoiler. Um, I mean, Olave – Maybe a question mark, but I mean, he could be good for at least this year. Who knows what happens when Michael Thomas I mean, comes back? Hold on. So, like, yeah. think of it here London for sure, Alave Wilson, I would say for sure, Watson yeah. for sure. So, that's four. Dotson, I uh, think. Dotson, I think you can make the argument. You can make an argument for it. That's why I said you I can, can make, make an, an argument. argument for seven. You can make an argument for Burks also. Right. I think he's yeah, also make right. the argument for Burks. I obviously think Christian Watson. Guy Moore, you can make the. Yeah. Skymore is my last one. And Mechie. Mechie, maybe. I think Mechie, Mechie, you'd have to get me drunk. I think so. And then you could convince me. Um, Let me see. Who else? (laughs) Floyd. I mean, if you're. (laughs) Not in the first round of my taking. If you're at. All right. If if you're at like 109 and you need a receiver bad. And there's been a run on receivers. One, you at that point take a running back. But two, which there will be a run on wide receiver in the middle of the first round. Yeah, I think I think I could be convinced with Alec Pierce in the that's first a, round. That's a stretch in the, in the first round. I think I can be convinced. That's a stretch because only he's if a you wide don't receiver like two. that person. He's no, a wide receiver he, too. Here's the thing. In a run yeah. in a run heavy offense. But he will get looked at. Like you know how much like we've been looking at Paris Campbell and Zach Pascal and they, yeah. you see the work they've been getting. But and they, it's been split between them. But you also know that offense has needed another receiver besides Michael Pittman. That's why enter Alec Pierce in that situation. Well, they needed for a me. quarterback. I mean, you, you got through too. Rivers and Brissett and Wentz and Wentz. Like you needed a QB. Now so, we have no idea what's going to happen. With Matt Ryan, yeah. because Matt so, Ryan's actually an elite quarterback. So, I mean, I gave you the massive context needed. If there is a run on receivers to Ryan, where our bet, Ryan. our favorite. Matt Ryan is picked. an elite quarterback. Don't don't make faces. Matt Ryan is an elite quarterback. He will be in the Hall of Fame. He's in the two to eight range. What? I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Uh, maybe third. Ryan, you're just mad because the Vikings have Kirk Cousin. You've never even yeah. heard of an elite quarterback since you got rid of Brett Favre. I don't even know what the Super Bowl is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, poor Vikings fans. But I didn't. But I know, sorry, blow. Vikings fans. I'm only making. But I didn't blow right. a 28 to three lead. I'm great. sorry. I had the cooler 20. Well, at least we did it to the greatest player ever in the NFL. All right, and not to a field goal upright. Good. Make excuses. Make excuses. Wow. So, all right. But yeah, you know, I, I would rather lose to the greatest player to ever play football than a field goal upright, Ryan. You're right. Oh boy. Oh boy. Multiple we times. We didn't lose. Multiple didn't lose times. We didn't lose in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They also didn't so, make it. I was – so let me bring up again with Alec Pierce. <laughs> the context Sorry, of – Alec heads Pierce. over here. If, Let's go back to Alec Pierce. The go context ahead. of say you're at 109, right? Mm-hmm. And you – there is a whole run on receivers. Let's just say not a lot of people needed a run. Let's look. Back. Let's look at the league, man. I think I can be convinced with Alec Pierce at 109 if I'm forced to take one. Uh-huh. Let's see here. I want to see the league. Can we look at the draft? See who's where? Uh no. yeah. Wait, we can? I'm pretty sure we can. 
I want to know who's where for our draft. Commissioner not... over here is very clueless on how the whole process. Yeah, well, yeah. What the heck, Commissioner? <laughs> yeah, good job, Brian. Uh, mock drafts. Don't hit draft room. Do not hit draft room. Whatever you do. No. Hit draft room. Okay. Hit draft. No. Room. There we go. Okay. Hold on. I found it. Yay. Okay. How'd you find so it? So it so you hit the top right corner. There is a little button. Um, so Helt has the 101. Um, Ethan has uh 102. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip has the 103. Um, Michaela has the 104. Alex has the 105. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Durant has the 106. Um, Ashley with the 107. <laughs> um, and Tyler 108. Tyler 108. I think I have the 109, if I'm not yep. mistaken. And then uh, Brian's dad has the 110. Yes. Champion Paul. Gosh. That, I yeah. mean, how, how do you and see I this have going? Not, and I have three third round picks, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, because I gave you all my third rounders. Because you Tom traded Brady. for you traded yeah. for Joe Burrow and a running back who's just not honestly I gave anything. you a heck of a deal on that, Ethan. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. Honestly, I was just pawning him off. I'm gonna tweet Tom I know Brady he's not. At, at Tom Brady, only worth two third round picks. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Guys, do you re- all right? Hold on. This is amazing because I did not realize <laughs> yeah. this. Do you realize the the second pick in each round has been traded to a different person? Oh, that's crazy. Interesting. So the first round was traded to Ethan. Michaela mm-hmm. has the second round pick. Ryan, you have the third round pick. Yeah. Paul has the fourth. Paul has the fourth and, round. And all of them are Ashley your picks. The and then Ashley, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. you know, I'm Josh. Know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's look at how we see this going. So Alex probably needs a resale, probably. Right. Yeah, and then I've you... already told you if if London's there at number two, that's who I'm. Going I mean, with. I might as well because you gotta find a way to figure out the DK Metcalf problem. Um, Phil... I've already figured him out. I just have to believe in him when nobody else does. Yeah, with Drew Locke. I don't know. He said that Drew Locke is the guy, and Pete Carroll has come out and said that Drew Locke would be a first-round pick in this draft class. I feel like Ethan's about to turn into the actual Gosh. Joker if he if he's going to just sit here and believe that DK Metcalf is going to DK be a Metcalf's wide receiver gonna be two. Elite. He's going to be wide receiver one. Top five. Oh, may God rest your soul. Bold pre- uh, um, Phil Bold prediction. Can, Phil can go with anybody and be okay, but he does have two top-flight receivers already. Yeah, I could see him go Kenneth Walker. I could, I can see that, too. Um, Michaela can take just about anybody. She needs a wide receiver. Yeah, she, she'll yeah, probably she'll, go Traylon or Olave yeah. or Wilson. Yeah, she'll have her pick of really good receivers. Uh, Alex, Alex needs He'll help. take whatever Michaela doesn't. Yep. Uh, I, can, I can see... Ooh, you know what? I can I see Duran taking Dotson. I can, well, I can see Dotson. I can see a quarterback here. Okay. If, just because if he wants... Uh, Tate Pickett? Yeah, I I could see Pickett here just because he does need a backup. Do you do you guys want to end our wide receiver episode? No, 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 no. We let's can... let's well, still this have is it. A okay. We're seeing who's yeah, going to yeah, take yeah. wide receivers. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. We're okay. still seeing who's taking receivers. I can still see though Durant taking a receiver because Terry. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I could see him taking 
Dotson, I, if I was him, I would take Olave because I'm thinking that's where Olave is going to be is the one one oh six. Yeah, actually, I can see receiver. Yeah, probably that's where Christian Watson will go to her, which would be super yeah, frustrating. But I think she also needs a running back too. Um, so well, who would be there if Walker gets to? I mean, James if Walker's Cook, so. t- yeah, J- it'd be James Cook possibly. And then the eighth pick is Tyler. Tyler. He's going to go wide receiver too. Probably wide receiver. Um, Not I that think, he needs one, but for depth. Yeah, he doesn't need depth, one for stashing. Yeah, I. He's got Adams, depth. Chark. Yeah, but if if uh, Gallup, if Gage. James Cook gets Chark taken, is coming off the only other ankle. And Bateman and CD Lamp. This goot. This dude is like his goot. <laughs> holy, this dude. Yeah, he's like he had a slightly scary right team, now. which actually I can see him taking Pickett if Kyler fail if if he's falling yeah. and and you're not fully in on Kyler, I could see Pickett. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, if he does, I, he leaves it open for somebody to go get JMO or Sky Moore. Yeah, yeah. I love how none of us. Oh no, no, you do. You have one of two. I was like. None yeah, of us have picks in the top five. No, yeah, no. And hopefully, I, I, I can use that on Drake London. I if found not, out of the top fine. five to let uh, to let me trade for uh, Lamar. Lamar for mm-hmm. a pretty decent quarterback, a never a again top QB. ten running back, and a basically a rookie year running back, and a young yeah. running back. But yeah. it's okay because I, I got Tom Brady afterwards. So yeah, that's fine. true. Yeah, you made it work. And I'll probably I don't even know. I might take a shot on um on somebody else. We'll see. But yeah. I mean I don't have another pick. Brees Hall's ADP is insane. Side note. I know this is receiver episode, but Brees Hall's ADP is insane. Um yeah. but yeah, do we is that it on I think that's our receivers? I think that's wide receivers I think and it what is. might Ooh. potentially happen in our league. And yeah, ADP for you of where we rank them, you could possibly use in yours if you haven't yeah. done your rookie. So all right, so yes, yeah, I'm saying this to the league members. I mean, we are going. We are three episodes in on this. You better yep. be taking notes. The rookie draft is coming soon. Um, Definitely. But for, but for everyone else, that's wide receivers. We talked to basically as many receivers as you can in a little under an hour and a half. Yeah, we were uh, trying so, to speed run it for you guys. We yeah, could have been much longer. Uh, yeah, much longer. Mu- could have been much longer, but that is it for us. Thank you again for listening to the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. We are midway through rookie week. We still yes. have, we still have tight ends to talk about and O line. Yes, we're talking now about will improve the run game for teams. and and we're building our. And building we're our big board. building our big board. You will see that at the end of the week. Um, again, this honestly has been a lot of fun to kind of go over. And unfortunately, there are – well, not unfortunately. There are a lot of really good receivers to talk about, which made this yeah. a pretty long episode. But, hey, that's the thank fun you of for fantasy being with football. Yeah, yeah, thank you for thank you for coming on the ride with us. I am Josh. Um, that is Ethan. And that is Ryan. We will see y'all tomorrow again with tight end and O-line. We'll see you soon. Yes. And really quick, the plugs. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter. Podcast is available on Anchor, on YouTube, Spotify, 
So Apple go podcasts. follow us on all those Apple podcasts, all of them. Yep. Go follow us, check out our stuff. Um, we want to start posting mm-hmm. more content. Also, there's a Facebook group. So send us a random yep, friend request, I guess, and we'll add you to the Facebook group because that's <laughs> cool. That's not weird. And also sometimes you're right. And sometimes you're Ryan. Have a good night, everybody. Oh